This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Welcome to show three of the Mess It Up Podcast. This week's show is called Eschew, because uh, we like to eschew things. Christina, do you like the, uh, the word eschew? I do. I love it. Do you know what it means? No. It's, so it's to do without something. So like some people eschew podcasts and they don't listen to them. But we know you, dear listener, that you do listen to the podcast. So you don't eschew them. Um, some people, I had a, one of my uh, coworkers said the whole thing with the bonus points. She hates it. She said, and I said, oh, you eschew bonus points. I said, I issue bonus points, but you eschew the Blood bonus up. points. Oh. Yeah. So um, that's our big word of the week is uh, eschew. And there's a lot of things that we do eschew. Uh, we talked about in our uh, last week's podcast that um, the song of the week that I just reject the idea that that I'm alone. And, yes. and I eschew that idea. And um the word of the week is, uh, you know, it's a big word and it's whatnot, but it's um, it's not just fun, but it's also hopefully useful and, and has a point to it. So um, hopefully that's oh, well, <laughs> time will tell. <laughs> we'll see how it works out. Um, but we've been having fun recording these um, and enjoying the time together. So this is our third week. Hopefully you've been uh, commenting on um, the, the website and sharing it with your friends. Don't forget you can... Uh, what is it called when you subscribe? You can, yes, subscribe, you can subscribe to this. I threw myself off because now, right? I said the word uh. Yeah. <laughs> we've talked about how we maybe say, I say the word uh too much. Yeah, but you can go on iTunes. How do we get uh, to subscribe on iTunes? What do we search for? Mess it up podcast. Boom. Mess it up. Mess it up. Yeah. yeah. Just If you go on your iTunes, uh, you can just search mess it up and it'll be the lovely picture of uh, Christina and myself in a little black circle, black and white. And um, great picture. It is a wonderful picture. We get it's comments amazing. about how great it is. We Christina do. hates the picture. Please send uh, your comments about the picture to uh, info at messituppodcast.com and tell Christina how beautiful she is. She needs to hear the uh, the comments and whatnot because she wants me to lose it. And I love that's one of my favorite pictures I of her. I show your opinion. Right <laughs> I bet you do. Nice. Christina just got bonus points. Remember, you get 10 bonus points every time you use the word of the week. Um, Naturally. Naturally. And when we Don't use it on the show, it. you get 20. So I do. you just got those people 20. That's probably Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Um, so we like to talk about a lot of different things on the show. We're kind of all over the place. Kind of. And the last show, um, I mentioned to you that you reminded me of an ocean. Yes. And that depth of the ocean. And it made me think about uh, some people I describe as oceans, some people I describe as, as rivers. Um, hopefully you're not a desert with no water at all. Oh, no. But there's a lot of beauty in the desert as well. Um, I have a friend who doesn't like the desert. They're wrong. I eschew their opinion. I'm not a big fan of it. I think there, oh, you too? there are prettier places that I could live and reside. Like Hawaii? I've never been there. I would love to go though. So let me tell you about Hawaii. Okay. I don't want to hear about it. No, I'm going to tell you about Hawaii. My my uh, daughter uh, had a problem in their house. My daughter lives in Hawaii. Right. So they had a problem with electricity. Uh, electricity spiked and it, it blew out their microwave. And so they called out the electrician. Do you want to know what caused the problem? What's that? The problem is where something doesn't work right, but that's not the word of the week right now. It's not important. Uh, you want to know what caused the problem? <laughs> you are so sassy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not your friend right now. Yeah. So, Go ahead. cockroach. 
in the freeze box. Yeah. Cockroach shorted out the electricity. Okay, I don't think I hate anything Ew. in this world more than I hate those things. Yeah, so, so nasty. And my daughter feels the same way. She was super glad to have the cockroach be dead. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's always ups and downs with everything. Um, but um, I choose to say, you know, I live in a desert. Jesus lived in a desert. Um, so if it's good enough for it's Jesus, dead. it's good enough for me, baby. True that. All right. So um, we were... Um, we were just talking about those those different kinds of people, though, and oh, yes, people yes, who yes. are are deep, uh, and and just that, you know, boiling the water, tumbling in the ocean, and and you get down underneath, and there's just more stuff going yeah. on. It's so complex. Uh, but then I have other friends who are rivers, uh, yes. or streams, just water flowing by, and every time you see, there's something fresh, something fresh. And when I was talking about this to my wife, I mentioned a person who I thought was an ocean. To my wife, this person is a river. A river. And it's so, yeah, it's like, it's the that. same person. Yeah. But we have different perceptions of them because of, I guess, our experience. And um, I was I was spending some time thinking about why it was that I thought that this person was, you know, more of an ocean than a, a river to me. And it, I realized that this person has walls uh, and yeah. they've let me in into a deeper layer it's like you know the pentagon yeah. has five rings and and they put the flunkies on the outside and and each ring you get into and you know the the generals and admirals and whatnot are there in the center of the pentagon that fifth ring right and um and she's let me further in and so i see the depth of Her where depth. i've been yeah. and and so my wife just doesn't have as much experience and and so she sees it more as a river and that just um messed me up a little bit i That's thought awesome. it was pretty cool and see you described me as an ocean and i thought that was pretty interesting um because i find those people that are rivery refreshing you know those people that right. bring new things constantly into my life is so refreshing because i i feel like i can definitely i'm gonna pull the word of the week from last week i can ruminate on things for a long time I can be stuck in that same place thinking and uncovering and reviewing the past and how that affected this and you know it's just one of my personality processes is to really dig deep into stuff and so those rivery people are really refreshing to me I love that I love the newness that they bring into my life yeah, you got to have a little, well, I have to have a little bit of, of everything. Um, you know, sometimes I love getting up into the mountains and sometimes I love seeing that that ocean. So having a little bit of spice is, uh, you know, it keeps it fresh. Yeah. And, and it, it makes it so I don't get, um, for me, I, I often will get very just um, passe about things and just like not caring you know, it's just like, oh, whatever. And I, I take things for granted. Okay, um, yeah. And so I'm not focusing on, on the stuff that's as important. Um, so it's good to have that. Thank you for being that uh, that river feeding an ocean. Huh. Yeah. Let's not even go into that right now. I know. My, I think my head just exploded for a minute. Did I mess you up? On how that, you did. You totally messed me up. On how those two work together. Yeah. I mean, that... We could probably do a whole thing on that once my brain processes that. I, I need a little time for that to all take in. Because that's a deep okay. thought. It really yeah. is. And how we interact as people and what we bring into each other's lives and, you know, 
all that craziness. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, send in your uh, your thoughts about rivers and oceans, and um, and if you uh, agree or disagree, I mean. You, People have fought and right for your right to be wrong, so you can express that to us all the time. Yeah, and I really need Paul to know that he's not right all the time. Yeah, she does. Because he really thinks he is. And I need that too. He does. Um, but it's you know, humility, right? Uh, it it is. Or it? hubris um, might be where I am. On it. We're the week next week. Awesome. I have no <laughs> um, idea what you're talking about. So, uh, yeah, give us those, those comments. And, and if you have people in your life that have been rivers to you or oceans to you, uh, let us know their story. Uh, yeah, what that love, looks like. Love to hear that. Yeah. What your concept, what your perception of, of that thought process is. I think that's really interesting. Sure. I really do. Um, well, we're uh, at the point of our uh, show where we have our song of the week. This is the big so what. Um, so and what? The, the song of the week this week is a song I've been listening a mm. ton to Big Daddy Weave and Mercy Me for the good, last good month. Band. Yeah. And um, Mercy or Big Daddy Weave has a song called My Story. And uh, we're going to play a little bit of it, and we'll come back and talk about that uh, after the break. So enjoy uh, Big Daddy Weave's My Story. that um that song the, the the part in it that always gets me I, I love the whole song and the feel of it but the part that gets me is to tell you my story is to tell of him and that's right. so much what i want to be true of my life i want my story not to be oh there's that story of paul uh, i'm right now um working on an autobiography and i want people to be done and be like i saw jesus in there yeah. Know, that that was Jesus. Um, I don't want it to be, oh, that's all Paul. And, and I just, I want to be the reflection of God and I want him to speak through me. And I don't want to, I don't want to be Paul. Hey, here's a little tidbit. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, when I do my testimony, when I titled my testimony, I actually titled it my story of God's glory. It's just my story that he gave me. It has nothing to do with me. Wow. You messed me up. That's that's what this is all about is messing people that's up. That's it. Yeah, and and that's I mean the the way we came up with the mess it up when when Christine and I were throwing around uh, titles and whatnot we we liked that concept of taking our mess and turning it into a message. His message is is based on our mess because yes. I 
in and of myself, I will mess it up, whatever it is. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a champion donut eater. I do well at eating donuts. And I, when we were at Universal Studios a couple weeks ago, I couldn't finish the big, huge Homer Simpson-sized donut, and I felt bad. I actually threw away, I threw away a piece of donut because I couldn't finish it. I think I would feel bad if I even attempted to eat such a thing. It was so monstrous. It just, like, it called to me, and I answered. That's crazy. Yeah, and it beat me. I was defeated by the donut. That's not a bad thing. It was a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It was a good thing, yes. So my favorite line of this song comes actually in the second line. You would hear hope that wouldn't let go. I am all about hope and love and all the the good feely stuff. That's where I'm so centered in my life is not in what it looks like, you know, from a theological standpoint, what it looks like from, you know, this religious standpoint. I'm so focused in the hope and the love of God and what that looks like in my life. And so he just hits it right off the bat with that second line. Yeah, it's... um the 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 way that music comes and just grips me um it it really i i've been on a kick i i listen if you look at my music collection i listen to all genres of music just virtually anything i'll listen to but lately i've been on it only listening to christian music for the last about two months yeah um and it's made a big difference in my life because it's not necessarily you know the, the you know best music or whatever but it puts me in a place that I need to be, and it reminds Absolutely. me of those things that I need to hear, yeah. and and just gets me in a positive way. Yeah. Um, I and, find if I listen to anything other than Christian worded music, is I, I go back to places I used to be. I am very connected to the lyrics of certain songs where I was during that time period. Sure. Me and country music do not go together at all. <laughs> so I've been listening to mainly country music or mainly mainly <laughs> Christian music for a long time now because I just can't go back to those connections that I had in my before life. Right, right. And I explained this to someone the other day. I said it's kind of like an antibiotic where it's like, all right, I was in a, a, a low place. I thought I'm just going to let positive stuff into my life. So I'll, I'll listen to the Christian radio station. So I put on K-Love on all my radios and listen to that. And then now I'm feeling better. So I'm like, you know what, maybe I'll go and, and listen to that, you know, Rolling Stones album or something like that. It's like you take that antibiotic and you feel better. And it's like, it's not done. Right. Doing the work, you got to you gotta finish the entire course of it. And, and just because I'm feeling good now, it's like, well, hey, dummy. Maybe you feel good because you did this. Why stop? <laughs> you know, why invite mm-hmm. all that negative back in? Um, so uh, I love the word of the week, that, or the song of the week um, uh, for that reason. Um, so that's good. If you have suggestions for song of the week, please send them in to us. Absolutely. And, and your thoughts about the song of the week as well. Uh, you can send that to info at messituppodcast.com. So we told them last week that we were going to be talking about this book by Bob Goff. Right. And um, this is a book that Christina found. How did you find the book? I honestly, I don't know. I probably was just skimming through Christian books on Amazon and was like, oh, look, I remember that guy. Let's go. And so it was my book roulette, I think is what it was. Oh, nice. And um, so I saw it and I was like, I remember his first book, Love Does. And just what a beautiful feeling I had after reading that and was hoping for a good perspective change, honestly, and just some uplifting. I saw Bob Goff speak one time at my church in Arizona, 
and this guy is just so flamboyant and with the biggest laugh and he doesn't care what anybody in the room is thinking he's just going to infect you with joy period Mm -hmm. and that's just who he is and so I started reading the book and it's just one you just can't put down so all of my extra time has been you know staying up late reading the book catching it in the car you know when I'm sitting outside waiting for my husband at the gym yeah not when I'm driving (laughs) I don't pull a Paul don't do crazy things but there are some parts of it that just like I said earlier I am a huge hope love person I am a huge feeler um that is actually my main personality driver is I am an extroverted feeler. And so I wear my feelings on the outside. I communicate that to the outside world. And so this book connects to me so much because that's what drives me. And there's a couple of quotes that I'll kind of go into that, um, thank goodness for being able to highlight, right? In my Kindle, because uh, you can pull it up and it's all right there. But the first one that came up that I highlighted was big faith doesn't need big words. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I eschew that. <laughs> Everybody needs big words, right? It, does, it takes very small things to make big impacts. Right. And that's what he, his point of the whole book basically is um, giving examples of how small actions can make big impacts. So the smallest act of love really do impact in greater ways than I think we'll understand as human beings. Because in those small moments, it may mean so much to the person receiving that love. And and, and we don't have any idea how much they're needing yeah, that love. Absolutely. I, I took, um, you know, we, we use this song, My Story, and Christine and I are both uh, CR-based uh, recovery. Right. And so um, testimonies are a big part of our ministry. Absolutely. I was on a car trip uh, about a year ago with a friend, and we didn't know each other that well. We were getting to know each other in this car trip, uh, coming home from a wedding, and um, my wife and I were just sharing our story. And this person just put this beautiful post on the internet afterwards just saying that our story touched them in places that they didn't even know needed to be touched, Uh and they didn't even realize it. And um, I'm going to write a book at some point about that idea of how our stories touch. And we don't always know. I don't always know no. who I'm talking to or why I'm talking to them. But there, right. someone needs to hear my story. Someone needs Absolutely. to hear your story. Someone needs to hear your story, dear listener. Yep. And one of the other points that he says in his book, and I'm going to read it. It's kind of a longer quote. But people who are becoming love understand God guides us into uncomfortable places because he knows most of us are too afraid to seek them out ourselves. It happens to me all the time, and I usually only recognize in hindsight that the hard places I've navigated help me steer a more purposeful course forward. And so it's taking those hard times of our lives and really helping to focus, which is what exactly we're doing here with this podcast, is we're sharing, hey, life has not been great made some bad decisions we've experienced some things that are horrible but it's steered us to where we're at today it's it's given us that purpose that motivation to move forward to speak god's glory and what's going on in our lives right make the mess into a message yes Mm -hmm. you're so good at that i try i'm so bad at that (laughs) you're so good at that mr cliche catchphrase guy right exactly and so you know, it's just he goes through and he tells the most incredible stories, guys. He does just of unselfish, agape love, mm-hmm. other-centered love, other people-centered love. And, um, 
You know, another quote that he says in the book is, loving people the way Jesus did is always great theology. Mm. And in religious circles, yeah. there's so much de- debate about theology and what is correct theology and what is not and what this scripture means and what this Bible you know, book means. There's just so much debate. But he narrows it down to the smallest of simplest phrases. You know, loving people is not a debate. There's nothing to debate about that, right? right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an action. It's something that we're called to do. That's the biggest one. Right. 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 Regardless of what that person has done. Yeah. We're, our, our job is to love them. Yeah. And, and we don't have to accept their, their uh, mistakes as okay. But loving a person does not mean that you're saying everything they ever did was all right. Exactly. And forgiving a person is not giving them permission to do it again. Right. It's, it's just you know the, the 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 love and that's what that's what works with us is mm-hmm. you know if, if you go back and listen to podcast one you can hear the story of us and why we really shouldn't be sitting in this room right now recording right. and smiling at each other and laughing we should be you know deleting each other's podcast because yeah. we hate each other but it, that's not what it is and that's not what we're about um when i saw uh a, a year or so ago I, I listened to an author named hugh halter speak and um, he started his message by saying, okay, Google right now, because everyone has their phones, and, and so you can do this. Google Jesus is, and then it'll oh. give you the suggestions mm-hmm. that come up. And, um, you know, so it, it, it'll be like, you know, well, Jesus is, and I'm doing it right now. I'm trying to stall while I do this here. Jesus is, and um, the suggestions that, that, that come on uh, for Jesus is, are pretty amazing. My internet's not working, so it's, it's not That's happening. Fantastic. Yeah, um, but they're all positive things. You know, Jesus is love. Jesus, Jesus is alive. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is calling. Yeah. Now try Christians are and see what comes up for the suggestions on Christians are. It's, uh, it's not necessarily what you would want it to be. Right. Um, I get nothing. So Christians are nothing. Yeah, that's what Christi- I'm coming up with. <laughs> Christians are sick. Uh, Christians are hypocrites. Christians are heretics. Mm. Christians are so narrow-minded. Mm. Um, Christians are hate-filled hypocrites. Um, Isn't that crazy? It, yeah, we're supposed to be being Jesus. Like the the the, the my story song is like when they speak of my story they'll they'll see Jesus mm-hmm. and that's not what seems to be happening according to the great google machine right and that messed me up yeah. it completely messed me up i was like oh my gosh it's so right right i mean it's so wrong but it's it's, it's the reality of the situation well and the biggest thing that you know jesus didn't walk around smacking people in the face with you know, the Bible or his scriptures or here, read this. This is the truth. You have to know the truth. I am totally against Bible beaters and they frustrate me beyond anything. And, um, you know, I'm not an evangelist. I'm not going to walk up and be like, you need to be saved, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know how to do that. That's not my communication style. Mine is you show people what Mm -hmm. it looks like to Mm -hmm. follow Jesus. And there's, this is my last quote that I'll give out of the book, but this one just hits home for me so much because I, I'm not afraid to show and talk about my experiences in life and where, you know, God has brought me in through 
And so this one says, I've sometimes thought I'd make a lousy evangelist because I don't think we lead people to Jesus. I think Jesus leads people to Jesus. Hmm. Sure, we can tell the people we meet about Jesus. I talk about him all the time because my life is his, but I don't try to talk people into him. When I've tried and it worked, what I often found is that I'd lead people to me and not him. If we take Jesus at his word, people won't know who Jesus is because we've told them. They'll know because Jesus let them know. Wow. And so that, I had one of the, it messed me up. It does. It did. And I was like, that's so eloquently what I believe is I can, I can absolutely talk about my experience and how much I love Jesus and how much, you know, this experience and having a relationship with God and a relationship with Jesus is mind blowing to me in a good way. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's funny because I always say Christians are, you know, I have that phrase and I finish it a lot of different unpleasant ways. And Christians should be all those things that describe Jesus. Christians are love. Christians are self-sacrificing. Christians are, are giving. They're authentic. They're humble. They're all of these things should come after that. But unfortunately, you know, I've, I've made some mistakes in my Christianity and believing that this is how it had to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm really finding out that it's all centered around the love of God. Yes. And that's what, that's who God is. That's where love stemmed from. And it's funny because I have a, a tattoo. You guys can't see it, but I have hold a it up tattoo. To the microphone. I will hold it up to the microphone. <laughs> I have a tattoo on my left arm that says love sucks. It's L-U-V with S-U-X underneath it. And I felt that way for a long time. Love sucks. It was the most hurtful, painful thing one could experience. It was the thing that let me down the most in life was loving somebody. Mm-hmm. And after I started my walk with God and really starting to understand who he is, I learned that I knew nothing about love and what my concept of what it looked like was completely wrong. Love is not selfish, which is what I've experienced. It's not hurtful. It's not um, demeaning. It's not a lot of things that a lot of people feel. And that love is so much more profound. It's connecting. And it's relational. And it's bigger than any negative thing in this world could possibly be. Yeah. And so I could... I love this book. I love the perspective of it. I love that it leads me back to God in a relational way. It keeps me looking at life through beautiful glasses versus negative glasses. Right. And I need that. Sure. Like I said, I, I, I'm a grumpy Gus. Well, and my you talk about love and my boss uh, uses a phrase frequently. He says, love assumes the best. Yes. And if, if I'm loving someone, I'm not questioning, oh, why did my wife, you know, leave this pot out? So I have to put it away. Right. It's like, you know, I'm assuming the best. Maybe my wife left this pot out because she was uh, doing my laundry for me and she just didn't have time to put that pot that I left out out. You know, it's it, it can be so easy for me to write the story in a way that makes me feel better about me. Right. But if I know that a person loves me and I look at why, you know, what's the, what's the positive reason that they might have done this? Even if I'm wrong about it, mm-hmm. I'm spending that time between when the episode happens and when I get to talk to them about it in a positive frame of mind, not just yeah. writing this negative story that right. they are going to then have to fall into. So yeah. that's great. So the name of the book one more time is, um, well, the, the author is uh, Bob Goff, and Bob that's Goff. G-O-F-F. 
uh, on that. And you can get the book on Amazon, and I'm guessing probably on uh, Apple Books as well. Most of your electronic books are everywhere. Yeah. And and this book that we were talking about was called Everybody Always. Becoming Love in a World Full of Setbacks and Difficult People. Nice. And the first one that you said that you heard from him was... Love Does. Love Does. Love Does. I just love that. Well, uh, I'd say the big idea for this show is love and uh, and our story, that our story shows people, my story shows people how God loves me. Yes. And if people know, I always refer to myself as that idiot. If that idiot can do it, then I can do it. If God loves this idiot as much as he does, and people, I'm here to tell you, I have it on good authority that I am his absolute favorite person in the world, then he can love you just as much because you're also his very favorite person in the entire world. So that's right. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for uh, eschewing the bad and uh, bringing in the good. Don't forget to collect those bonus points. Write to Christina at bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. You can write to me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. And if you've got questions or just general uh, information that you want, info at messituppodcast.com works uh, as well. Absolutely. We keep track of all those. Thanks for listening. Share it with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes. Um, and uh, have a blessed week. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. <laughs>